1: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Living the Stream. I'm JJ Zacharisen, the late-round quarterback, and as always, I am joined by my lovely, lovely, lovely co-host, Denny Carter. Denny, what's going on, buddy? Hello,
2: everybody. How are the good people doing tonight? It's the Living the Stream draft. Can't wait to draft with the good people.
1: Uh, So that was not Denny. (laughs) That was Mr. Pete Overzet, who is joining as a as a late addition to the uh, to the stri- to the the podcast tonight. Uh, so we do have Pete here. Uh, we also do have Denny. Denny, you want to say what's up?
3: Yeah, yeah. Hi. Uh, so I, I, I guess I guess I. Oh man, my computer's going crazy. So I, I guess I just sound like a total cuck. Then is, is, what, is what Pete's
1: saying? Essentially, yes. Uh, and then we also we also have, of course, our staple. Uh, to this show every year, Tom Everett Scott joining us once again. We need some Hollywood in this league. Uh, <laughs> we <laughs> we need some Hollywood elite in this league every year. So Tom, how's it going, buddy?
0: Uh, it's good. It's good. I just uh, got out of my BMW. I'm uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> so Tom. You ended up getting the the one spot in this draft.
0: How about that? Look at that.
1: What I'm am I- assuming. I'm assuming you're going like Lamar Jackson?
0: Well, I'm going to start reading this 800-word article about
3: who I <laughs> <laughs> I love I love the the person who comes to the draft and is grinding information <laughs> like 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 6 minutes before their pick before the draft starts. That's the best. It's like what what's going to change, man? <laughs> what are you going to change right now? Nothing. I actually think Pete and I did a sketch about that once maybe or maybe we just mentioned you, you guys have done you guys have done a sketch about everything at this point <laughs> haven't you i think so yeah
1: the last one though is was, was pretty br- brilliant i enjoyed the Thanks. last one
2: the next sketch is going to be about how denny's hair is going to run him out of the industry <laughs> I, think that's a
1: good, I think that's a good one gotta get denny's dad involved in that one
3: yes so andy barons is on my screen talking to me about the 11th pick which which is the pick that i have in this draft uh, is Andy Barons on your screen as well?
1: I closed him out immediately because
3: I don't want to <laughs> look at Andy. Oh wow! Uh, so so he so he says that I can get a good wide receiver. So you know, we'll see. We'll see.
1: Wow, it's very very kind of him to give uh, this custom custom draft advice to start. To draft. By, by the way, this is the Living the Stream Listener League Draft that we're going to be podcasting every year. It's the S Show Draft. Uh, we. I mean, I'm 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 drafting while hosting this. Um, that's part of the reason why I just wanted another person on the show to carry the conversation a little bit, but I do think that Pete is going to have to drop out eventually, uh, and go do something else do make his...
0: a talk video or something. Yeah. yeah do, no,
2: do, do I have another ran- I have my randomizer draft, uh, tonight that both, uh, Denny and Tom have been a part of. Uh, so we gotta, we gotta dip out eventually, but I'll be here for, uh, for the next hour. or So
1: yeah, you can make fun of our picks. I don't know if you can even see our draft board. Though.
2: I wasn't able to, but I, I will, I will make fun of you even without that information. Okay, good, good,
1: good. We have 20 seconds until the draft. Uh, Any last words,
0: Tom? Oh, guys, any advice?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm assuming you're going Christian McCaffrey first?
0: Yeah, I believe so. And this is a
1: 14-team league, right? It's a 14-team league. We're starting – yeah, I should probably go over that. We're starting one quarterback – three wide receivers, two running backs, a tight end, and three flex and a kicker and a defense. So it's a very, very deep league. Denny, are you nervous about your draft grade from Yahoo after your uh, Football Guys
2: draft <laughs> I, grade?
3: I, I am. I got a D from <laughs> from Football Guys. It was me and Mike Clay who both got Ds. And uh, I really think that uh, draft software is out to get me as part of a vast conspiracy that uh, is aimed directly at me.
0: Okay. Let's see.
1: Why is this? There. Oh, someone's got their sound going pretty hard there.
0: Turn this off Let's there's,
1: a little, there's a little sound button in the bottom. There you go. Yeah, you got a, you got a D, right? I got a, a B minus. So get on, Denny.
3: Of course you did. Of course you have a nice balanced team. F you.
1: Denny, <laughs> what we need to do is
2: create our own draft platform that rewards zero RB teams with the grades.
3: That's right. If you yes. get CMC, you get an F automatically. <laughs>
1: So we had, uh, so far, Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley, Ezekiel Elliott, Alvin Kamara, Dalvin Cook. I'm up at seven, so there's one spot before me. Right now, I'm thinking I'm going to go Clyde uh, Edwards-Alaire. And it looks like Devontae Adams just went. I do have Derrick Henry on the board right now, but uh, it's a full PPR league. Uh, I have CEH ahead of Derrick Henry in full PPR, um, but barely. They're all in the same tier. It's kind of not an advantageous spot to be in overall because I'd rather... Be at the end of the tier rather than the start of the tier but i'm getting ceh with my first pick hopefully i don't regret that rookie pick
3: i did a blurb on ceh today because I, I work for rota world now and um <laughs> uh and uh the the coaches really turns out they really like them so you know you have that going for you
1: i did a uh i had a mailbag question this week that i answered my mailbag's going out tomorrow for the late round podcast and uh, someone asked me, Miles Sanders, you know, why why I would take C.E.H. over Miles Sanders, and I'm a Miles Sanders truther. Um, you know, injury aside, forget the fact that he's uh, banged up right now. Month to month, I believe. Yeah, yeah month. month. Year, yeah, decade to decade. He's. <laughs> uh, but uh, my my thought process is more so that um, you know we know that talent doesn't matter that much at the running back position. Miles Sanders is obviously talented, but what are the odds that C.E.H. is honestly just horrific? Like just terrible at football. Seems, good. Seems, seems seems pretty low. So that's why yeah. you know yeah. better environment, better situation. It just makes sense to go C E H. After C E H was Derek Henry, Michael Thomas, Joe Mixon, and Julio Jones. So Denny, you passed on Miles Sanders for Julio Jones. Was that a uh, is that because of of your T level?
3: Yeah, yeah. I tried. I I popped some uh, some T T pills, big T pills, but it it didn't work. They didn't kick in soon enough. So soon I'm going to be just drafting running backs constantly. But no, no, I, I, you know, obviously I'm building a, a zero RB team, and you know that it's Shocking. a, it's a, it's a. Uh, am I on the clock? No, I'm not. Um, uh, it, it's a, it's a catch-all to say this is my roster build. <laughs> you know, you, any, any, anything goes at that point. Yeah, this yeah is no matter. I'm no,
1: it. Yeah, no, no matter how horrific your uh, your picks are, yeah. you can always well, this just is, say. I
3: mean, the, basically, you're saying this is my art. Don't criticize. me. Okay? <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly, <laughs> Exactly after uh so miles sanders went 13th overall which i think is kind of a steal yeah are you great. guys are you guys in agree or where where are you at pete with with miles sanders this year uh
2: i'm i'm more on team denny the zero rb i only like those top four to five guys and then otherwise i'm just hammering wide receiver Man. but i'm a i'm a true cock like denny
3: yeah i got you I got by you. the way th- there's a team in our league called poning the libs since 69 <laughs> <laughs> that's good that's good
1: that's good uh miles sanders nick chubb josh jacobs aaron jones so fortunately for denny uh everyone's picking running backs anyway so he some i just noticed that poning the libs six and 69 has my the picture that i tweeted of myself when i was like 10 <laughs> the other day of my my bowl cut look that was that's a great his, photo that's his that's his team photo yeah man
0: i just looked <sighs> like i was up to no good in that photo tom yeah. what was your first round pick Oh, I uh, I don't know. I'm thinking outside the boxes here. I went with Christian McCaffrey, running back. Oh,
2: interesting. Um, I think that's a B plus start. We'll see if we can get you up to an A. <laughs> Thank
3: you. <laughs> I value okay, so so I, I uh, I'm not taking Hopkins here. Um, I I'm torn between Godwin and Evans.
0: So you're regretting your apex choice in second round. I, I
3: you're right. Guys,
1: Thomas. Denny Sharp. Denny regretted it. Denny regretted it via DM in round 3 after picking him in round 2.
3: Yeah. No, no, I I really did. So I I'm not making that mistake again. I'm going with the wide receiver one this year, Mike Evans.
0: Nice.
1: There you go. Going Pete, Evans. Pete Evans over Godwin. Tell me tell me why you like Evans over Godwin, Denny. Have you seen the training camp reports? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, the, the,
3: <laughs> but, yeah, via, via, via your Roto World blurb. Right, right, right. <laughs> um, no, I've been trying to suppress uh, his ADP. I so I actually was sort of swayed over what you and a couple other people were tweeting about with how Brady has not stopped throwing downfield and is not actually bad at throwing downfield. Um, in his final years in New England, it's just that he didn't really have anybody there, and I, I think Evans has shown time and again that he's really a, a, an incredibly dangerous threat when he gets those opportunities. And I, I just don't think that that Brady is going to, you know, pass that by. I don't think that he's he's going to kind of uh, keep it underneath when he doesn't have to. Um, and also, by the way, the team is talking about Evans running. Routes that aren't it's just entirely downfield, which it would be a huge change in the way he's used. Yeah,
1: I mean, like, Mike Evans is good. Oh, I'm on the clock. Someone else talk about Mike Evans because okay. I got I to gotta focus on this right now. Yeah, Pete. Mike Evans has never not had a 1,000-yard
2: season and just got a quarterback upgrade. I mean, it seems pretty nice.
0: Right. That's, cool. That's a good call, Pete. I got my Netflix bag, by the way, Pete. Ooh, look at that. Very nice. All- all that
2: Hollywood swag. That mm. piano is from some production company. I'm sure they sent it over as a gift. Yeah, it's from La La Land. It's the one. <laughs> <laughs> it's the one you sit La La Land.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> what a flex to casually remind everyone you were
3: in La La Land.
1: Yeah, Ready? you were. You were in like the greatest movie of the last decade. No, no big deal.
0: Tom, do you play the drums? Didn't I just it? saw drums. This is the drum kit from that thing you do. No lie.
1: Oh, cool! Wow.
0: Do we awesome. think we
2: could have Tom do a steady drum beat for some of the camp hype players for us, just like a little light percussion, <laughs> little drum line?
0: Um, not tonight, guys.
1: Did you? Do you? You said though that you learned. Didn't you learn how to play, or did you just sort of learn like the overall motion of of how to
0: drum? I feel like I learned how to play that beat really well, but if pressed to play more songs, I'm not good enough. Gotcha. Because didn't didn't
1: didn't like didn't um Ryan Gosling like learn piano like hardcore learn
0: piano? I think he already knew how to play a little bit. He was gotcha. Like, he was like a in like the uh, Mickey Mouse Club when he was a kid. Mm-hmm. Was like, yeah, yeah. So, so he played every instrument. I, yeah, he he looked like he knew what he was doing.
1: Gotcha.
0: Yeah, he did. I'm
3: sorry (laughs) Uh, I'm gonna go I'm gonna gonna
1: go over the draft results and catch people up so uh, uh, Denny took Mike Evans 18th overall then Austin Eckler went then Travis Kelsey then DeAndre Hopkins and then I got Chris Godwin at 22nd overall uh, over I took him over George Kittle um, mostly because of the way that this league kind of looks in terms of our starting lineups it's really deep Um, but I think you can make a case for Kittle and Godwin over Godwin there uh but I went Godwin, then Allen Robinson, then James Conner, then Adam Thielen, then Kenny Galladay, and then George Kittle. And Tom is up. Okay, for two so, for two picks.
0: So Tom. I, I wanna take Ridley here, but I you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go past Juju. I'm gonna go past EJ Moore. I think I'm gonna go straight to Ridley, but I could do Cooper. You guys have any feelings on this? Well, we're in the same league as you, Tom.
1: So, <laughs> uh,
2: I mean, I, I mean, Ridley, I like Ridley. I would have a hard time passing DJ Moore uh, okay. for him, but I want you to have the team you want, Tom.
0: I'm going Calvin. What, who did I get? I got Ridley.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Can I tell you that it, it it triggers me
3: pretty hard when people say, uh, "Oh yeah, no, Ridley's overtaking Julio this year," and I'm like, "Shut your mouth! You shut it."
1: No, I mean, he, the, the two of them could see like they're going to see like over 50 percent of the team's targets in that offense.
3: Here's a stat for you. In, in 2012, 67 uh, percent of the Falcons targets went to Julio, Roddy White and uh, Tony Gonzalez. I looked yeah. that up the other day. That is, first of all, a great stat by me. Thank you. <laughs> and and uh, second of all, amazing. Two-thirds of the targets go to three guys. Mm.
1: I mean, just throw Hayden Hurst in there for the Hall of Famer, a uh, future Hall of Famer, Hayden Hurst. And yes. uh, yeah, I, Calvin Ridley's good.
0: Look what I can do. Yeah,
1: who are you going to – oh, look at you. Tom got Calvin Ridley and D- – your team is out of control, Tom. Thank what you. is it? He's got CMC. Anyone drafting early like that, you just have such an advantage. Uh, CMC, Calvin Ridley, and DJ Moore, and then Juju went after that. Um, I'm gonna be stuck in like just just with like horrific picks.
3: So, Tom, you got DJ Moore? as that would?
0: What... Yeah, it looks like I'm looking up on Panthers.
3: Okay, so so DJ Moore, I think legit could see like 170 targets.
0: You sure. Could see a lot I mean, this
3: year. I think the Panthers are just gonna like constantly throw it. I know that they have CMC, but that doesn't really matter.
2: All right, Tom, cool. could I um could I buy a little equity in this team? Of yours, <laughs> <laughs> you still have this uh,
0: shit show podcast, yeah.
2: Okay, all right. I'm gonna PayPal you. I'll make you an offer, Shark Tank style.
0: <laughs> Sorry you. to the kids, by the way. Hey, wait. Um, Who's doing the randomizer? Can we can we buy them out for the night and just join me in the cool draft? <laughs>
2: <yeah>. <laughs> I'm doing it with a former World Series of Poker main event champ,
1: Scott Bloomstein. Oh, cool.
0: one, yeah, Fun. yeah. That's cool
1: oh man i'm up you know what i'm just gonna get i'm gonna get bold Uh-oh. with this pick he better have been on your bold predictions oh, Mahomes. So right now Mahomes. He, he was he was pete uh so aj brown amari cooper cooper cup and tyler lockett are all on the board right now mm. and i'm a little lower on amari cooper uh than most i really should probably just take amari cooper here but this is a because the running backs that are left are not very good. Quarterback, I'm not taking a tight end. It's really a wide receiver that I'm taking. So it's A.J. Brown, Amari Cooper, Cooper Cup, Tyler Lockett. I have Amari Cooper and A.J. Brown ahead of this guy. But you know what? I draft to win, baby. I'm going Tyler Lockett. All right.
3: Wow. I heard so, 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 his oh, Go ahead. You you weren't considering A.J. Brown?
1: I was, heavily. I was considering A.J. Brown or Amari Cooper. Uh, they're both ranked ahead. But I, I like to... to uh live dangerously with this draft as we know Denny I've won this league before um and so I'm I'm just letting people (laughs) know that by that pick of Tyler Lockett Tyler Lockett uh in my bold predictions article that I wrote uh this week uh I said that he would be a top eight wide receiver in fantasy this year and I'm not as high on Amari Cooper because he does have some touchdown regression that is coming uh even though it's weird he only scored like eight touchdowns last year but he was not heavily used in, in the right areas of the field which sounded kind of raunchy in a way uh but 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 uh I, I'm not I'm not as high on him just because I don't know what the impact's gonna look like with uh CeeDee Lamb in the mix. Um and Michael Gallup was essentially as good as uh Amari Cooper last year, so I'm a little bit I, I just would rather draft Michael right. Gallup. AJ Brown, I'm just worried about volume. I, I love AJ Brown, I think he's mm-hmm. awesome. He's one of my highest owned dynasty players, but that's that's the reason I just decided to own myself and take Tyler
3: Lockett. So I'm 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 gonna make a pick here. It's my I'm on the clock. I, I might make a pick here that will make Pete leave the draft. And mm-hmm. uh, I'm sorry. I, I, I have to do it. You're gonna if it's four net, I'm 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 done. I, I, I have to I feel compelled in a fourteen I've been uh constantly against the wall with running back in this league. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. I'm I'm taking Jonathan Taylor. Ooh. What round was this, Denny? This is the end near the end of round three and a 14 teamer.
1: Yes. Pick pick 39 was, was the overall pick. So it was technically like early fourth. I'm a coward. Pete, I'm a coward. I should, I should recap after Tom's DJ Moore pick. We had Juju OBJ, Robert Woods went after that, which was a a shocker. Cortland Sutton then went after that. Then Terry McLaurin and then Tyler Lockett. So we had some, some fourth rounders going in the, in the third round. Uh, and then Amari Cooper, Chris Carson, AJ Brown, Jonathan Taylor, Danny. I'm assuming you would have probably gone with your boy AJ Brown had he fallen
3: there instead of Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, uh, for sure. And and also, I'm I'm super overexposed to AJ Brown. I, I I have to say that. And that and that's another catch-all. You can say I passed on him because I've already had too yeah. much of him. <laughs> just, there, I can I can tell you five or six things to say to justify literally any pick. Tom,
2: doesn't it feel like Denny is making picks to pander to the Yahoo greater right now?
0: <laughs> that, and, and I was gonna say I just don't recognize him anymore. It's not yeah. There. I think it's Roto World. I think it's I think it's NBC, I think it's corporations in general. <laughs> I think I think I think Denny's growing his hair out because he's
1: hiding a Jonathan Taylor every draft tattoo that he put on the back of his neck. <laughs> on the
0: back of my
3: neck. If you can see under my mullet, it's <sighs>
1: Those locks though are insane. See, oh man,
3: I,
0: I think that uh, I think Jonathan Taylor is is probably going to be amazing. It's just uh, you know it's, it's, I don't know I don't know how you guys feel. I, I
1: I like Jonathan Taylor's upside. He's one of the few like true RB twos. Um, which I might be forced to take one, even though I don't really want to. But he's one of the true like RB twos this year that, um you know, has, has the right kind of upside. I mean the way that I, I, again, I, I talked about Jonathan Taylor on my mailbag that's dropping tomorrow, but the way that I, I phrased it was I don't want Marlon Mack to be the reason I don't have Jonathan Taylor. (laughs) That's
3: right. Right. That's what I was thinking.
1: Yes. It's like really, really hard to justify it. We were talking with Sean Siegel about this last
2: night, and it's just so tough because he's an incredible prospect. You want to have him in fantasy. It's just also really hard to pass up on the receivers in his yeah. range normally. But it sounds like in your draft, a bunch of uh, uh, the good ones came off the board there, and and Denny just took the best guy available, is what he's he's yeah. De- Denny's
3: Denny's into BPA. <laughs> Denny just just BPAs everywhere. That's what's what I do, and don't tell my wife. Um, <laughs> the. <laughs> so all right so now now i'm torn i mean i'm, I'm obviously i'm not going to draft a running back for the rest of the draft um <laughs> the so, <laughs> i'm torn now <laughs> as as pent as pen penance to to pete um so i'm torn between marquise brown and, and uh will fuller actually Wow. Um,
1: okay, so so just so people know, DK Metcalf is on the board, Keenan Allen's on the board, TY Hilton's on the board. Those are the guys that are ranked ahead of Hollywood. And then yeah. Michael Gallup, Stefan Diggs, Tyler Boyd, Jarvis Landry, then Will Fuller. This is how Yahoo has it ranked. Right.
3: I'm not going to I'm not going to get Fuller if I don't take him here. AJ Green's also Oh, AJ Green. You have God 7 dang. seconds Denny, before oh, you get owned. All right. Let's 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 go with Fuller.
1: Denny just just ballsy. Denny Denny's going ballsy this this
3: draft. I, I dig it though. Which is it's fun. Will Fuller the fifth. By the way, the fifth. His his uh, family has been having sex constantly for five generations. So.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll recap the picks here in a second because there's two picks until until mine. I'm gonna be really really pissed though if DK Metcalf is on the board after taking Tyler Lockett instead of going to Mari Cooper, because uh, I'm not a huge fan of having the two wideouts on the same team like that. Uh, would you consider early round equity? Would yeah, you consider
3: digs here?
1: No, I yeah. don't like digs. Yeah, that me much. neither.
3: Me neither.
1: I gotta. I, <laughs> Sorry. I just gotta <laughs> hope that. Oh man, Lamar Jackson falls off the board. Wasn't gonna get him. And of course, DK Metcalf is still sitting right there for me. Do so, it, Mister Unlimited, and just just <laughs> run run that stack all season long. I honestly might still go with DK. I'm doing it, guys. Wow, I'm gonna run with the the double wide Seattle wide receiver. I mean, look, both of them could see a 20 and 25 percent target share. They probably should in that offense. Uh, and we know that they're attached to a good quarterback. If Russell Wilson goes down, I'm screwed. But I know uh, Geno Smith is kind of awesome. Wow, <laughs> wow,
3: come on, man. <laughs> it's a 20 percent target share in that offense is like 73 targets, so you're good. You know, I'll, I drafted DK. I drafted
1: DK Metcalf.
3: I did.
2: I I heard, I heard you call him FD Metcalf, like when you're talking with family and friends. FD Metcalf. <laughs> it's a fan duel DraftKings joke, but uh, it didn't land. It didn't I land. got you. No, I got you. <laughs> oh, that's good.
3: Oh man, I did not get it. I was like going. It, it I took
1: was it took around. me a second. It took me a second. <laughs> it was good. You're just you're just way wittier than all of us. We can't yeah. we can't keep wow. up.
2: It's not a good joke if you have to explain it. I got to go back to the drawing board i thought it yeah. was strong don't J- worry, jj
1: going for the seattle wide receiver wide receiver stack someone says yeah. in the chat uh let me let me recap really quick while i cut denny off uh so a.j brown went uh then denny took jonathan taylor so from there cooper cup at 40th overall then todd gurley dj shark Devontae parker leonard fournette patrick mahomes is the qb1 at 45 overall will fuller the fifth uh lots of sex in his family zach ertz lamar jackson mark ingram DK Metcalf, David Montgomery, and then Hollywood Brown. David Montgomery was the, the most five-condom pick of all time at that spot. <laughs> I,
3: I mean, isn't he always... I, I have to say that the the hate for Leonard Fournette uh, is, is tremendous online, but I actually kind of feel good about... I got him in the sixth round in in the Apex draft yeah. uh, a couple weeks ago because I think people were so off of him or so just done with, with even... The prospect of drafting him that uh you know as a, as a zero rb drafter i was like okay like i'll take a starting running back in the sixth so, round i guess yeah so so
1: pete you talk to a lot of people in the industry on the sh- on shows and stuff have you have you gotten this like feel that the majority of analysts are just off of Fournette?
2: yeah but to denny's point like the whole point of not taking guys like Montgomery and Fournette is because you're taking them in the fourth, fifth, you know, round where there's really good wide receivers, and then at some point, it swings back, and those running backs are going to be the better value. I would say sixth round is probably his true value. It's just his ADPs in the fourth round.
1: Yeah, no, I'm with you. I also think that there's a non-zero chance that, I mean, he could just be fine, and he could still see 250 to 270 touches on the ground and, like, 70 targets and easily – you know, be a, be a low-end RB1, high-end RB2 and be totally fine. I, I'm just, you know, I tweeted about it today. I, I really felt bad about myself after sent, you know spending uh, time and tweeting seven tweets about Leonard Fournette. But uh, I, I I don't think that he's like a horrific pick. I just, in that area of the draft, there's so many good wide receivers in that round three to five. Uh, and it's just, it's one of those things where if you can just get a David Montgomery instead, like three rounds later, two rounds later, I know that that, that gap is closing a little bit now. Um, but hypothetically, if you could, uh, I would just rather go for a Montgomery, but I would really rather just go for neither of them.
2: Yeah. Well, until you've been tweeting about Zach Moss, I mean, Zach Moss is David Montgomery, but you know, five rounds cheaper.
1: Yeah, right. Right. Exactly. I don't, I, I don't, I don't understand those guys. I mean, I would much rather, I mean, there's a reason why like the study I did earlier this offseason when finding breakout running backs, there's such a high proportion of 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 or the, the running backs that break out have such a high proportion of targets versus attempts when they break out, you got to be targeting those pass catchers in the in the middle and late rounds because those are the guys that generally end up panning out. Which is why, like, I think Jordan Howard is going to exceed ADP where he's being drafted. Yeah. But like, do I actually think that Jordan <laughs> Howard has a path to being an RB one in fantasy football? No. And I that's what I want out of my my middle round picks. Tom, what do you want out of your middle round picks?
0: Oh man, there's so
1: many things. Um,
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: you you made your picks though, Tom. You should also talk
0: about those. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, I grabbed Cream uh, Hunt and Michael Gallup. Nice. Yeah. Um, dude, wait. So you didn't you say David Montgomery was actually Fournette a couple rounds later today? Yeah.
1: That's yeah. That's exactly what I think.
0: So if you want, you
2: could just get. Who do, and then Pete, who'd you say? And then you? Moss is David Montgomery. A few rounds later, ergo Zach Moss is Leonard <laughs> Fournette Eight rounds later, that's what
0: I'm trying to say.
1: <laughs> Someone just sniped me with DeAndre Swift, and I'm tilting pretty hard right now. Uh, Melvin Gordon's still on the board though, and this is the day that the Philip Lindsay news kind of dropped. And I, I've been really low on Melvin Gordon. Uh, not not really low. I've been pretty low on Melvin Gordon, but. He's kind of in this range right now where he's he's kind of attractive. I'm looking at wide receivers. Stefan Diggs is the top wide receiver on the board. I don't like him. I could go Deontay Johnson, who I love this year, uh, breakout-wise. And he would be my wide receiver four, which would be kind of nice. Um, you know what? I'm going Deontay Johnson. Denny, I just, is that a, a Yinzer Homer pick from JJ? <laughs>
3: He loves Deontay and it makes me really nervous because I have this much exposure to Deontay Johnson, which is, I'm, I'm holding up zero, zero, I have zero <laughs> exposure. So I don't know.
0: Um,
3: I mean, look, it, it
1: makes no sense uh, realistically to draft Deontay Johnson ahead of Melvin Gordon, which I just did. Um, in, in most instances, I'm just, you know, it's, it's my build. It's the way that I'm, I'm building this. <laughs> That's this right. There
3: you go. That's the way you use it. Exactly. Right. So Hey, uh, Mark Andrews is still on the board. We're, we're almost into the sixth round here. Yeah, I didn't even look at tight end. I probably would have taken Mark uh, Andrews if I realized. <laughs> I feel what's in that T, um, and, yeah. and and uh, so if he's there, I feel like I I have to take him. Yeah, honestly,
0: yeah. I was thinking about taking him back at the uh, uh, four or five turn. But. Come on, Come I, on I'm man. gonna I'm
1: gonna recap real quick. I took Metcalf at 50th overall. Then David Montgomery went. Then Hollywood Brown, Le'Veon Bell, Keenan Allen, T Y Hilton. I think I would have gone T Y over Keenan Allen. Uh, Kareem Hunt, Michael Gallup, A.J. Green, which is risky just given uh, he's been banged up already. Uh, Tyler Boyd right after A.J. Green. Ronald Jones, Rojo, who I, I was wrong about it seems like <laughs> earlier this offseason whenever I was into Keyshawn Vaughn. Uh, Jarvis Landry, DeAndre Swift, Deontay Johnson, Stefan Diggs, David Johnson, Devin Singletary. Man, the RB2 for Buffalo going before the RB1, that's kind of wild.
3: I mean, okay, so Mark Andrews is on the board. And with the sixty seventh pick overall, which I I don't know, right? Pete's, smash Pete's, it! Pete's giving me the smash sign. Yeah. I gotta take him. I mean, yeah. Marvin Jones. To um, to be clear, to be clear, the
1: reason why he's falling is because of all the flex spots and the way that the tight end position just plays. But but I agree with you that he is the value there and he's the pick there. Did you did yeah, you go man. with him?
3: Yeah, and I and I did, and and it makes me very uncomfortable because <laughs> I'm not I'm not really wanting to say. Like oh, this tight end is a must draft. But uh, I've I've read and heard some very convincing arguments that um, you know Andrew of, of about Andrew's upside this year. So
2: the yeah. other way I like to think about it too, if you grab a tight end and you normally want to wait, is you can think of Andrews as a guy you're going to flex, and then you draft another tight yeah. end where you normally would, and just think of him as a as a wide receiver.
1: Yeah, hey, that, and that, that, that helps. Makes me. sense psychologically. That helps me actually. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean there's going to be more than likely people starting tight ends in their flex spots in this league just cuz it's a 14 teamer there's a lot of flex spots. I think I even did it at times last year in this league.
3: Why not? They are by the way, our listeners who are part of this league uh are very funny in the comments. I can barely I can barely keep track of all <laughs> all the all the jokes someone just said I'm jealous of Denny's pick. And then they autocorrected it to something inappropriate. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: Hold on. I have to tell my wife. I'll bring it back.
1: <laughs> so the top player available right now, according to Yahoo rankings, is Raheem Mostert. Which I feel like is going to happen a lot in drafts. Yeah, People are just not going to want to take Raheem Mostert. I might take him, though. We're in the sixth round now, and it's a 14 team league and i don't have an rb2 you're a vbd guy aren't you jj <laughs> yeah that's me that's def- definitely me all about that vbd
0: There have been so many acronym related right VBD, vbd of course stands for very big
3: you know
0: right of course what does fd metcalf stand for
1: FD- <laughs> FD metcalf. you gotta rep the brand <laughs> by the way uh, guys fanduel best ball dropped oh go check it out
0: it did cool what are the um why don't you pitch it what are, what are, what are you do you got to do premium or no you just
1: go to fanduel and you can you can join up
0: <laughs> no great but is it like tight end premium like what's it, how is it oh
1: oh oh uh it's it's similar to what you there's a couple flex spots it's similar to what you would have experienced with uh with draft. God. rest in rest in peace rest right. in peace Ooh. yes by the way can i just get this off my chest yeah F- sure. Fanduel did not purchase draft guys Fanduel did not purchase draft every single time and look you guys can trash Fanduel on t- on social media whatever uh i mean i i i hope i don't want you to because i work for the company but you can do what you want um but i i i want it to be factual and accurate at least in some way FanDuel didn't buy Draft. Draft was purchased by Patty Power. We merged with Patty Power and that's how Draft became part of FanDuel group. We didn't go out and purchase Draft. So a lot of people get upset that FanDuel, uh, when when we launched Best Baller, that we took Draft away, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. There's obviously business reasons for everything that, that was done. But uh, FanDuel did not purchase Draft, just so everyone's aware. See, that seems interesting, Jay,
2: because I thought you make every single decision for FanDuel and the company and that you were the one kind of pulling the
1: strings behind all yeah, of this. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, I was the one. I was the one who got into the ears of the of the C level team and told them <laughs> Guys, I don't think this best ball product is gonna work. You guys definitely <laughs> definitely should think otherwise. So draft results. We uh, We saw, after Mark Andrews, Melvin Gordon finally fall off the board, Jamison Crowder, Marvin Jones, Cam Akers, Sterling Shepard. It's a pretty early pick for Sterling Shepard. Christian Kirk, James White, Dak Prescott. So what we're finding is a lot of wide receivers are going off the board in this format, full PPR, a lot of flex spots. I feel a little bit better about some of the the going wide receiver heavy because right now I'm sitting with Godwin, Lockett, Metcalf, Deontay, and then Clyde Edwards-Alaire.
3: Yeah. So I I uh, don't tell Pete, uh, but I just took James White.
1: Oh my God. <laughs> Denny.
3: I'm sorry, man.
1: Talk about it. Talk
3: about it. Okay. So uh, I got him with the what, what
0: what was my
2: last pick here? I thought I knew you, man. You love running backs. No, I don't. I'm
0: sickened by them. A direct correlation between hair growth and testosterone. Am I right? <laughs>
2: It's true. <laughs> I got my hair cut. I stopped drafting running backs. Denny's growing them long.
3: This is a 14-teamer with three wait, yeah, three flex spots. Um I I just I get in such a bad spot every year with running backs. I, I'm I'm hedging. I hedge. I'm hedging. And You're
1: you're you're playing scared, Denny. Yeah. Am I? Damn. Yeah. Yeah. You might be you're, right.
3: You're you're you're, you're pl- <laughs> Come on. Talk no, back, you, man. Yeah. No, 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 you might be right. You might, I, I'm, I, I just talked today on the Roto World podcast. What happened to I, Big Dick Denny's energy I, over there?
2: No.
1: Exactly,
3: did you guys, know. did you
1: guys know that Denny
3: works for Roto World? Have
1: you guys heard about this?
3: No, no one has, but I do work for Roto World. And, and uh, I was just talking today on the podcast, uh, on the podcast about uh, don't, don't draft your team, don't have a fear ba- based drafting approach. FGD. Exactly. and and uh and now now here i am kind of doing that but uh between his slate late-ish adp i feel like it's pretty pretty good i got him with like the 73rd or fourth pick james white i'm talking about
1: yes yeah you got james white right after christian kirk and right before dak prescott
3: yeah and i mean i'm telling you Every indication is that he will be heavily involved if Cam is the starting quarterback. And here's breaking news, breaking news. <laughs> he will be the starting quarterback. So. <laughs> Denny, so you
2: traditionally are a very ideological drafter. Having now worked at Roto-World, do you find yourself getting pulled into some of these coach-speak, narrative stuff that you used to rally against?
3: Oh, wow. I feel I feel attacked, but... Um, <laughs> I uh, I I am way more uh, in in touch with what's being reported. Whereas before, I really was just it just completely numbers focused. Like the like it might as well have been me playing the uh, the Madden DFS simulations. <laughs> you know, that, like it was it was the same it was the same sort of approach. So uh, I think I think it has changed a little. But in a twelve team draft, I would not be doing what I'm doing here which is I took a tight end I took two running backs all in the first all in my first what six picks seven picks one two three four five six so yeah three three non receivers in six picks that's something I would never do in like a standard 12 team league where I'm starting four receivers
1: it's gonna be it's gonna look great when you round this roster out with with Randall Cobb and Tyrell Williams and <laughs> your starting lineup it's gonna look awesome man oh
3: you know no I'm gonna start like uh, Greg Ward in my flex <laughs>
1: Me for
3: sure, this guy well, loves a... loves Randall
2: Cobb more than anyone I know. Uh, I took
1: him <laughs> once. I took him once. Didn't
3: you? Didn't Didn't you invite him to your wedding too? Jeez, I, I mean, I took I took him one time, and it was like it was like a panic pick too because my daughter. I think my daughter was was on my lap during the.
1: uh Oh, your daughter likes
3: Randall Cobb. Okay. I, yeah, I'm pinning it on her, and and, and uh during the stream with Pete. And he's like, "Who do you want to pick? Do you want to pick this guy or this guy?" And I'm looking at the screen, and honestly, the other alternatives were not any better. So you know, I went with Cobb. Man.
2: Someone do a Photoshop, Denny with a corner Cobb and uh, Randall Cobb. It'll be,
1: it'll be funny.
2: Please.
1: Guys, I'm I'm really contemplating if if he's there, my next pick in the seventh round, mid seventh, 14 team league, mind you. Uh, so it'll be pick 91 to
3: complete the stack and get Russ. Cause he's mm. still on the board right now. I mean, people please. are people are really into stacks right now. They, I mean, have, have you guys like? I mean, I, I'm not saying that it's like a new thing, but I feel like I'm hearing so much about you, like the need to stack quarterbacks <laughs> Tom, with, with receivers. You, in you asshole, Tom. Did Tom take Russell? Tom took Russell.
0: <laughs> I thought that he was done. I thought that he was already off the board. It's so Tom. Tom Peter Tom. feeling. In the world.
2: God. Oh, look at Tom, the silent kill over there. Tom, now you have to say Mr. Unlimited in the unlimited voice to the camera. Yes.
0: Well, that's how I feel that this draft has gone for me. I feel like wow. you know what happens from here on out. It's unlimited. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I knew you were building to it. That was beautiful.
0: You know the awesome
1: part the awesome part to that is that Tom's an actual actor, so he can just he can just crush something like that. Yeah. Denny and I do that. Denny and I do that. It's just awful. People people log out and close out the app. <laughs> Tom is texting his agent right now to get him to star
2: <laughs> as Russell Wilson in the forthcoming biopic. <laughs> oh.
0: Hear me out. Hear me out. I think this is a good idea. Um <laughs> wait, so- what was
3: what was that? That there was a movie like Unlimited, right? It
1: um, with 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 Bradley Cooper. Yeah.
3: What's that called? Oh, he where he limit came. limitless limitless. Oh, Mister. Limitless.
1: limitless. <laughs> <laughs> he, he took that pill and he could do anything.
3: Yeah, it, I mean, I didn't hate it. It was fine. Yeah, he's just taking tea. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he ba- he basically just became an extremely high tea guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: That's all it was. Uh, I'm gonna recap really quick. I, oh, I'm on the I'm on the clock. Oh, actually. okay, okay, good. I'm I'm going to take uh, Zachary Moss as my third rookie running back. Oh
0: man, do you want I mean, do you want to trade anybody for Russell
1: Wilson? No, Tom, get out. I don't want <laughs> Russell Wilson. I'm gonna trade his wide receivers too after this. Uh, so going back to to Denny's James White pick at 74 overall. Then we had Dak, then Raheem Mostert, Marlon Mack. I took J.K. Dobbins at 78 overall. Then Antonio Gibson went. I actually have them back-to-back in my rankings. Uh, Then Darius Slayton went at 80th. Brandon Cooks, Julian Edelman, Latavius Murray, Jalen Rager, uh, Russell Wilson. So Tom had the Jalen Rager, Russell Wilson turn, which was fun. Uh, Mike Williams, Tariq Cohen, who I probably would have taken over Zach Moss, just given my build. Uh, Evan Ingram, Anthony Miller, Daryl Henderson, who I I like this year as a mid-late-round guy. Uh, Zach Moss and Tony Pollard. So I'm gonna I'm gonna read here, Pete. I'm gonna read our teams, and you're gonna give us a grade like you're an app. Okay. <laughs> Actually, don't don't like don't act. <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, like you're Andy Barrett. Actually, don't don't grade us like you're an app because then it's it's gonna feel incomplete. Uh, my team is Chris Godwin, Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, J.K. Dobbins, Deontay Johnson, and Zach Moss. Okay. And then Tom's team or Denny's team is Julio Jones, Mike Evans, Will Fuller, Jonathan Taylor, James White, Mark Andrews. Tom's team is Russell Wilson, Calvin Ridley, DJ Moore, Michael Gallup, Christian McCaffrey, Kareem Hunt, and Jalen Rigger.
2: Okay, I love Tom's team, but that's just the unfair advantage of having the 101. Christian McCaffrey makes every team look good. So, yeah. Tom, uh, you, have, uh, you have an A-. Uh, Denny, I would like to come hard at him, but the Mark Andrews pick is just so insane that it really props up the bad James white pick. So, uh, Denny's, (laughs) Denny's rocking with a B plus and, uh, JJ, I love all the picks. Dobbins is probably the only one that I don't know if I would have done. Uh, but I like it too. Same as Denny B plus.
1: Wow. Look at you. Just, just, just playing to to the audience here. Love it. So, I I didn't know about the J.K. Dobbins pick, honestly, whenever I made it. I haven't really drafted him that much this year. Um, It's really just an upside play, and I don't think my team really could afford just a straight-up upside play because I didn't have an RB2 at the time of that pick. What I'm hoping for is to get some very easy points late at the running back position that I might be able to slot in early in the season to see how these running backs kind of shape up. But it's kind of wishful thinking considering we're in a 14-team league. Yeah a, did did you take Dobbins before Swift? Yeah, Swift was gone. He was gone like two two okay. or a round and a half earlier. Yeah, I think Dobbins in this draft probably went in like the mid. Uh, he would have. He's probably like in between RB thirty five and forty, basically yeah. where I where I have him ranked. Basically where he generally goes. Yeah, no,
2: that's fair. I I take it back. You have an A plus, JJ.
1: Wow, look at that. <laughs> so kind, Tom. What are you what are you drinking there, buddy?
0: This is a, a pilsner called Scrimshaw. Nice. Oh. Yeah, I, I get these because they also look like LaCroix, so my wife doesn't know what I'm drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Your wife doesn't know that you drink, you you have had eleven
3: beers by noon. Yeah.
0: She's like Tom What's it that's great. Uh
1: Denny took Brashad Perriman, by the way, as his wide receiver too. or whatever it is. What? I'm just what? I'm just kidding, Denny. Denny, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Tom, what's what's life like as an actor during a pandemic?
0: Oh my God, it's so strange because the one thing I'm not doing right now is is acting. You know, it's like uh, a film set is kind of like the last place I think you'd want to (laughs) be with the way that this thing spreads. So, uh, you know, I know some stuff is going back to work. Uh, My shows are all, you know, waiting. Um, And I've seen like images of, of actors surrounded by, you know, an entire crew in, in like PPE. And it just looks like something from the future it in, and it doesn't look good. So, uh, I'm just gonna hunker down, wait till this passes over. I'm enjoying this time with my family. Uh, my dogs can't believe that we're home this much.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Are your, are your kids, are your kids at home or did they go to school?
0: No, they're they're both doing school online. My daughter's doing her third year of college online. Um, and, and it sucks for her because she's in her 20s. I mean, last place she wants to be is with her folks, you know?
1: And, yeah, yeah.
0: And my son, same thing, but he doesn't have a choice. He's only 15. Uh, yeah. But he's, yeah, he just started school uh, Tuesday.
1: See, I so I was in college during uh, the swine flu issue that was going on. Um, I don't know what they, what they coined that as, but I was thinking, so, you know, like all the college stuff that's going on and it's spreading like crazy and especially like, you know, UNC's where my family lives now in that Raleigh area and that's frightening and, uh, but but it's spreading throughout all these college campuses. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, I was, uh, in school during the swine flu, uh, when, when swine flu was big. I didn't even think twice about what was going on with swine flu, and I understand that this is not even clo- swine flu is not even close to what's going on right now. But I can understand how that would be the mentality of college students, right? All they want to do is get messed up, have fun, party, and you want to say, be more uh, aware of what's going on, etc. Um, but I at least have like some sympathy of what the human brain is like at that age, you know? And I, I do, I, I, like you said, I feel bad for, for people that are that age and aren't able to experience life right now.
3: KJ, you're on the clock. You're on the clock. Yeah. yeah I'm going to get
1: Damien. I'm going to get Damian Harris.
3: Oh, I nice. love it. Dang a, man, that's a good pick. It's
1: a a nice Although It's not letting me pick. So did it go? Yeah.
0: I went. Okay. I love uh, that Patriots fan, but I also think that that guy, I have him on a couple drafts already so far. I, he's just such a great sleeper at this point.
1: Yeah, I'm excited about Harris. I mean, I, I, I've done studies that show that players who don't do much during their rookie year, especially a running back, generally don't pan out to be anything significant in terms of like being an RB1. Uh, but there are some outliers. Uh, James White was actually somewhat of an outlier. So maybe if you take that New England system and you say maybe that's a team that would be an outlier, it makes some sense. And he wasn't a bad prospect. Everyone loves Josh Jacobs. Damian Harris was playing ahead of Josh Jacobs in college. Uh, so I'm 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 buying into him more and more. I think he's at least a top forty-ish running back right now.
3: So getting, what
1: oh go ahead, Denny. No, no, go ahead.
3: no, no, you go, Denny. Okay, I will go. Getting back to your point, just quickly before we get too far away from it, about trusting college students to do the right thing and personal responsibility. Personal responsibility should have no uh, should play no factor in how we approach this virus. You have to assume that everybody will be as stupid as possible. Yes that yes. that that has to be the assumption you have to assume that everyone you come in contact with has the virus that has to be your assumption yeah and, and i don't want
1: and I, I to be clear too because i know how people can twist what we say on the show i am not saying like oh go be free and these college students are not i no. mean they're they're being dumb i'm just saying that like that's what the expectation should be for college students because we know how their brains work at that it, age
3: but it, but it's actually i think it goes be you know i mean it definitely applies to college students 100% Uh, But I think it applies to athletes. I think it applies to, uh, you know, uh, parents of young kids. I think it applies definitely to baby boomers because they don't even know how to wear a mask. Um, So, (laughs) you know, I mean, we just that that has to be the assumption when I hear when I hear like uh, NFL coaches and, and players say, well, it's on us. Well, that makes me very nervous because if it's on the person, if it's each of our responsibilities to make sure the virus doesn't spread, then it's going to be a disaster. It has to be, you know, that's why I've, I've been hoping and, you know, Pete and I at fantasy Mensa have been saying bubble up, you know, bubble up NFL because that's the way to remove the personal responsibility element as the NBA has done and, and to great success.
1: Yeah. I'm with you. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to recap real quick. Cause we've had some, some picks Zach Moss, who I picked at 91, then Tony Pollard, CD lamb, John Brown, Brashad Perriman to Denny, uh, Preston Williams, uh, Darren Waller, Brandon Ayuk, Henry Ruggs, Kyler Murray, Jerry Judy, Miko Hardman, Emmanuel Sanders, Debo Samuel at 104, Deshaun Watson, Damian Harris, who I took, Chase Edmonds right after Damian Harris, Tevin Coleman, Deshaun Jackson, Alexander Madison, Keyshawn Vaughn, Tyler Higbee, and Carrion Johnson just went to Tom at the 8-9 turn. You know, it's funny. I, so, Keyshawn Vaughn went... Um, I've gone from being a, a Keyshawn Vaughn truther. He he was great in my prospect model. Uh he, I mean he was he my prospect model essentially ranked post draft exactly how the 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 guys were drafted aside from I think AJ Dillon was flip flopped with someone. But uh I, I liked Keyshawn Vaughn pre and post draft and I was excited about what he could do his rookie season. But I've gotten to the point where, where he gets drafted sometimes now I almost think he's overvalued. I thought that his ADP was going to drop more than it actually has. And there's a lot of of discomfort uh, with, with Vaughn. I think that you're going to be holding on to him for a while on on your roster before you get anything from him. He could be a late, a late season breakout, but I think he's one of those guys that you're just going to get off the waiver wire as opposed to holding him all season long and then seeing if he hits. Uh, it looks like it's going to be Ronald Jones and LaShawn McCoy to start the year.
0: I don't know, did you guys, I mean, you're the one who pointed out how uh, Arians played the whole David Johnson rookie year thing. and Very I, similar. It's so similar, and, and I think a lot of people are putting out hope that it'll play out the same way.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think the the thing is, though, in that, I mean, I, I, I sent a good tweet just because I wanted people to click it. Uh, but realistically, the parallels uh, were that... Uh, Chris Johnson got hurt. You know there were there were injuries involved, or Andre Ellington got hurt. I mean, it it took a little bit for David Johnson to find the field. And the more that I've researched and thought about it and all of that, the less I'm into Keyshawn Vaughn this year. I always treated Keyshawn Vaughn as a better like redraft pick than a dynasty pick because I mean, if you took him in dynasty rookie drafts, you were you were literally taking like him over like Henry Ruggs and like pretty strong wide receivers. And I just couldn't get behind that. Totally. I can understand it. If you need to, I think they were all in like the same tier. Um, but in redraft, it's just easier if, if he does end up screwing up, by the way, I'm, I'm up on the clock right now. Mm-hmm. I ranted about not drafting Jordan Howard yeah, today. You do it. Yeah. And I'm going to draft Jordan Howard. We're at pick 119. Hey. I went with a zero RB build. Uh, I can probably use him early on in some way because we have deep rosters. So you know what? Eat it, haters! Yeah, and drafted Jordan Howard.
3: it's a great pick, and and uh, I I lean Howard in the Howard Breeda matchup, and and I and I don't want to. Usually, I would go, I would go Breida, but um, it, you know, because so, he's he's a sexy pick, you know, he's yeah, you know, so super. He is off the
1: he is off the board to be clear. Right, uh, I have Brita ahead of Howard just because of the the receiving p- piece. Uh, but he went like six picks ahead of Howard. I would have taken Brita, but I look. I, I can't. I can't like fault someone who likes Howard more. I think they're pretty close. Do you have a preference, Pete? No, I think similar with the Vaughn and Rojo
2: thing. I think it's just so important to be price sensitive to these backfields because what we're all saying is there's uncertainty. We don't know how it's going to shake out. So if Ronald Jones is screaming into the fourth round. And Keyshawn Vaughn slipping to the 12th. Like, give me the Vaughn side every time, yeah. even if I'm more excited about Ronald Jones as a prospect. And same with the Howard and Breida. It's like, if Breida becomes the premium and Howard's slipping, buy the cheaper one because there's uncertainty. So just uh, buy the dip.
1: Yeah, I feel you. Uh, I'll recap some some draft results. Tom, at the turn, we we talked about Tyler Higby and Carrion Johnson. Then Matt Breida went. Then Curtis Samuel, who's really flying up draft boards recently, uh, Philip Lindsay, Boston Scott, Jared Cook, Jordan Howard, Golden Tate, Michael Pittman Jr., Justin Jefferson, and Hayden Hurst. So Denny takes another tight end with Hayden Hurst, which I can't fault it. I mean, Hayden Hurst could walk into hundred targets this year, and exactly. you can you can flex them. So I can understand that.
3: Right. I mean, you know, like you pointed out, super athletic uh, has has a productive quarterback, has wide receivers on the outside who will draw the defense's attention. I mean, if Austin Hooper. Uh, can be a, a top tight end in that offense. I think Hayden Hurst obviously can. So he, I, what did I take him at 123rd off the board? So I, I, I feel like that's pretty good.
1: Yeah. I mean, look, the, the top wide it was a wide receiver heavy draft, which was expected, but uh, the top wide receivers right now, and we're in the ninth round, uh, it's a 14 teamer, but we're in the ninth round, the top wide receivers, Robbie Anderson, Nikhil Harry, James Washington, Hunter Renfro, Alan Lazard. That's how they have them listed on Yahoo. So it's kind of hard to, to take one of those guys as opposed to a guy like Hayden Hurst, who you know is going to see volume in his offense.
3: Exactly. I, I could not justify taking any of those guys, even even down, you know, Paris Campbell is next, Sammy Watkins, Fitzgerald, which is just, ugh, you know, gross. Um, and But, uh, yeah, I, so I, I like Hurst. And, actually, I think that uh, people in this draft have kind of lost – uh touch with tight end I I think uh <laughs> with, reality. Reality. <laughs> with reality as well um but Mike Gasecki was also on the board late I think he was just taken um you still have you know you still have Gronk on the board well that's about it
2: <laughs> yeah to me when you're talking about some of those like rookies even like Pittman and Jefferson I it almost feels like some of those tight ends you said were still available are going to project for more targets yeah.
1: than even even those guys. Yeah, you're probably going to flex those tight ends anyway instead of the the wide. At least at least early on in the season especially.
3: I think last year I ended up starting three tight ends for the final like four or five weeks of the season so. Well, sounds like yeah. you were
2: still in your tight end experimental years even no. last year, Teddy.
3: <laughs> you're right, you're right. It was we were experimenting with just jamming as many tight ends as we could in, into the lineup. I love
2: Tom's, the, Tom's face just went went pale.
0: I love the tight end picks. You know what I mean. <laughs> oh man, there's a, I, a I, d- I you did start a
1: tight end. You did start a tight end run, Denny Hayden Hurst. Then Mike Kosicki went. Hunter Henry, T.J. Hawkinson. I'm not. I'm not super high on the Chargers passing offense in Maybe. general. Um, Maybe. so I, I haven't really been drafting that much Keenan Allen or Hunter Henry. Um, but I mean, obviously they're they're at least good players.
3: Denny's, Denny's coming up. Denny, who are you yeah. thinking? So, yeah, uh, I mean, I might do it again. I might go tight end again. This time, this time, <laughs> I might go Chris Herndon. So, Denny's going with
1: me three tight end builds 10 rounds. He
3: would be on my bench.
1: Yeah, I know. I'm just saying, though. He'd be your third tight end that you would be drafting. Yeah, this is the way
3: I'm building my team. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, it's it's Denny's build. We can't judge him.
2: His build, his choice.
3: That, that, he's that he's gonna
1: nice. for. It's gonna force my hand too, because I don't have a tight end yet, and I have a, a a player that I want that's not a tight
3: end. Yeah, guys, this is the the construction. It's like I'm putting on a hard hat. And I'm saying, <laughs> give me the. T- I need the tight ends for my foundation
2: one time i heard john paulson say like when you keep doubling up on a position that you're starving the beast and so i like saying that to myself anytime i think i'm putting my league mates you know in a pinch by drafting the same position over and over denny's just starving the tight end beast
3: (laughs) beast. (laughs) he's gonna
2: force his league mates into suboptimal decisions by starving the beast i like
0: it i took herndon i took herndon you you're like a 23 personnel or something (laughs)
3: <laughs> look i i uh i i'm coaching my fantasy team like mike Vrabel coaches his real team
1: this, this is a good. very very high t team that you're drafting right now denny
3: so I'm, it's pete i'm set, can you pete, can you just like look away don't don't look at my team
1: yeah i when we check in for the
2: updated draft grade you're not gonna be happy <laughs>
1: did i get sniped i think i got sniped dang it i did i was gonna get paris campbell uh, I'm on the clock. I'm going to have to go tight end. I am going to get, should I just get Gronk?
3: I think you should.
1: Yeah, I'll get Gronk.
3: VBD. I'll get Gronk. Yeah, there we go. VBD, <laughs> <laughs> baby. Gronk and his VBD. Yes. Get, get, a, get a guy with
2: VD on your VBD strategy. <laughs>
0: Wow, the kids. Sorry, the kids, the kids really need to. Yeah, to. we we, as
1: you know, Pete, this is a a G podcast, so we gotta we gotta watch watch it for
0: the kids. My
2: one and only appearance on the Living the Stream podcast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> really regretting my intro now.
1: <laughs> I just I just you know I I fear I think about this all way too much all the <laughs> time. <laughs> I think about when Avery's older finding these podcasts <laughs> yeah. and sitting there listening to them and her just never wanting to talk to me again. It's, it's going to go either one of two ways. She's going to either be super cool and love me more because obviously we're, we're awesome or she'll listen to this and be just completely turned off and never want to talk. to No, me she'll again. like
3: it. I, I think that she'll like it. She'll be like, oh man, you, you used to be cool. I mean, I hate you now, but it, 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 yeah, yeah, right. The other thing, though, is the volume of content we all put
2: out. It's impossible for our children or future children to ever get through it all. So I think we, I think True. we might be all right.
1: True. I mean, I'm going to be on when when she's 16 years old. I'm going to be on late round podcast episode 4400. So <laughs> I mean,
2: she's not going through those archives.
1: I mean, for, well, fortunately, they're only two minutes each, so she'll be able to get through them quick. <laughs> You're going to
3: be like, listen, Matt Ryan Jr. is a value, yeah, no exactly. matter what anyone says this. Yeah,
1: thing. well, but then then I'm going to be like, Frank Gore is a great play this week, guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, to recap a little bit, uh, we had Chris Herndon. Oh, I'll, I'll go a little bit earlier than that. We had Hunter Henry, TJ Hawkinson, Alan Lazard, Chris Herndon at 130 overall, Robbie Anderson, Paris Campbell, uh, who I would have taken, Hunter Renfro, Rob Gronkowski, James Washington, Naheem Hines, Sammy Watkins. guys. These are the players that are being drafted right now in round ten. That's tough. We're going to be drafting absolute trash. Right towards the end of the. I mean, I'm not saying. I mean, look these these guys are way better in football than anyone else on the planet. But I'm just saying relative to other players in in this draft. Not not to hate on the uh you know the the Tyrell Williamses of the world. The, well, uh, he was
3: he's the number one receiver according to something I read recently.
1: How many rounds is it? Um. I think like 17. And kicker? Eight, 18. 18. We do have a kicker in defense because Denny's in the league. Just between you and me and Tom,
2: JJ, would you get rid of kicker if Denny wasn't in, uh, in the league? <laughs> Absolutely, yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, yes.
3: Of course. But
1: I can't do that. I can't do that to my boy. Uh, no, I
3: appreciate it. I appreciate
1: Tom, it. Tom is on the clock right now.
0: All right. This is making me regret the uh, sniping J- <laughs> Or a laugh. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's so many quarterbacks here, it's disgusting. So, but what do I do here? I don't know. There's like, this is really slim pickings, huh?
1: Oh, it's bad. It's bad out there.
0: Huh. All right. I know you hate that pick, Denny. what you do? No fan. But I already have a tight end. Uh, you know, I mean... I was I
3: was uh, definitely slapped down on Twitter after I wrote that Noah Fant piece for four for four dot com. I said, I just I just don't see where the targets will come from. And he's probably like like I said in the article, he's probably a really good player. Um, but, you know, the the team has changed since last year. Uh, and if you think it's changed dramatically, then I think Fant maybe has uh, has an avenue toward, you know, uh, some opportunity Um I kind of think that Drew Locke is terrible, and that that was my premise. But but it's a r- you know, real possibility.
1: Adjust. Yeah, a I very mean. very real possibility. KJ Hamler got hurt though, and so that could maybe free something up because they don't have that threat in the slot as heavily, right. Right. Um, which would make the the Fant experience a little bit better. But I, I'm I'm generally with you. Like I love him as a player, and I understand the breakout hype, but it's really hard to see that path to like an insane
0: insane season for for Fant. I'm I'm regretting also that second pick because I went to Darrington Evans, which probably is a weird pick, knowing that DeAndre Washington was available. I don't mind. I don't mind either of those guys. Yeah, I, I don't like either.
1: Him. I liked I liked Evans as a as a prospect. Um, and I know I mean didn't his ADP fall like two rounds because he fumbled <laughs> twice in camp or something? Yes. And then then yeah. it then it rose back up a little bit. But he he was a solid. Pro- He's like the perfect complement to Derrick Henry, which I guess any like small fast back would be. But he he does fit that profile. And as much as people want it, they're not
2: giving Derrick Henry forty touches a game. It's just it's not happening. Yeah. yeah.
3: People I'm want that do. so bad though. Every every, every they do. time, every time Evans fumbles or, or does anything negative in camp, they're like, "Oh Derrick Henry Henry forty five touches a game doesn't matter." I'm
2: like okay. And my thing is, when people get all excited about that, I'm like, you, you should be taking him 102 then, if, if you think that's what's going to happen, because Darrington Evans is now working in the parking lot.
0: Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Danny, did you I, to Elmer Fudd when you said Derrick Henry? I I, did, I said, I said <laughs> yeah, Derrick Henry is going to see 45 targets.
1: Well, that's pretty good, Denny. Yeah.
3: yeah. I'm sorry, good, I, man. I, I'm, I'm embarrassed. I've been drinking la- lazy man's margarita, and I'm a little tipsy.
1: Cheers. I uh I am up after this pick and I'm I'm eyeing Bryce Love right now. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, cuz he's he's still on the board. I'm just going I'm pounding these these number 2 ambiguous uh running backs and it looks like he will be on the board because Muhammad Muhammad Sanu was just drafted. So I'm going to get Bryce Love as like my RB6 or something at this point.
3: Feel feel pretty decent about that. So I think part of the vernacular change of fantasy football should include not saying we're pounding players. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, you're definitely right. And I, I always say that too. I'm like,
1: I'm like, yeah, man, I'm going to get an RB in the first round and then I just pound wide receivers. Just pound those wide receivers.
2: That's why the the little tweak I make is I always say, "Get out my sledgehammer." I'm getting out my sledgehammer to that way kind of <laughs> distance the metaphor a little. <sighs>
3: good that's good that's funny that, I mean every time someone says I'm pounding this receiver whatever. I'm like,
1: especially oh, especially if you do it like in a very quick forceful like get a running back pound wide receivers and just yeah. log yeah. out
3: right right oh god it's funny then oh, you're man. on the clock big yeah I hey know, you're, you're,
1: your boy your boy is sitting right there on top who's oh, Adrian Peterson
3: Yeah, that's your, <laughs> that's your boy man It is. I feel like
1: every draft, every draft I do with Denny, he gets Adrian Peterson.
3: Yeah, it's funny because I never took him when he was good. Only when he's been bad. (laughs) Please listen to this show for fantasy advice. Uh, The oh man, I don't know what I'm gonna do, guys. I have very little plan right here. Well, you have 15 seconds. I know. Filter filter
2: for tight ends. That would be a good start.
3: Okay, you know what? I'm not gonna mess around. You know what? I'm I'm going Matt Ryan to complete the stack. I'm completing the stack. Matt Ryan, Hurst, Julio. I
2: like oh
3: that. wow. Wow. So good.
1: Denny Denny throwing throwing shade on stacking earlier in this on this podcast. Yeah. Allie loves it. Right. Now now part of part of the experience. This what, has been yeah,
2: this sorry. what you know, what I've observed from you guys is I've seen growth from all three of you. So we had JJ trash Jordan Howard as a low upside pick and then go back to draft him. We had Tom regret making a spite pick just to you know make JJ bad. And now we have Denny. The the personal growth you guys have all demonstrated is is really
3: inspiring. Pete, I was I, trying I was trying to impress you actually with taking LaVisca Chenault. But he was taken. Yeah. Oh, he was, he, he was
1: gone. I'm going to actually recap. So that we're all on the same page. I took Gronk after Hunter Renfro at 134. then James Washington, Naheem Hines, Sammy Watkins, Nikhil Harry, LaVisca Chenault went at the end of round 10, Noah Fant and Darrington Evans to Tom at the turn, Blake Jarwin, John U. Smith, Tyrell Williams, Brian Edwards. So Tyrell went ahead of Brian Edwards. What What would you guys do there? Would you go Brian Edwards for the upside or would you just go with Tyrell?
2: Yeah, I'm probably just taking a crack at Edwards.
1: Yeah, me too. I, I loved Brian Edwards as a prospect, too. So uh, Muhammad Sanu after that. Then I took Bryce Love. Then A.J. Dillon, which I, I should have considered A.J. Dillon, too, with that, with that Love pick. But uh, I, I have a lot of rookie running backs, and I feel like I, I needed a, a change, although Bryce Love is effectively a rookie. Uh, Dallas Goddard, DeAndre Washington, uh, who Tom contemplated. Matt Ryan to Denny. Jack Doyle, Steven Sims Jr., and Adrian Peterson. So Denny does not get Adrian Peterson in this draft for the first time since twenty
3: fifteen. In, in LTS history, yes. You're right.
1: <laughs> yeah. Not a lot of tight ends left on the board, and I'm kind of tilting over it because I only have Gronk. Um but but I might I I I, I might lean that position next. And I'm saying that out loud with Denny still on the board before me, but he already has sixteen tight ends that I, I don't feel as bad about
2: talking Wait, about
3: it. Wait, Gronk right? still on the board?
1: No, no, I, I, no, 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 I have
2: Gronk. Oh, have. you have Gronk. Oh. Yeah, JJ, you got to be careful saying that in the uh, presence of the tight end pounder himself. <laughs> yeah, I know. He just gets so <laughs> so excited.
1: Gronk is on the board. Do you? Does this league have trading? Yeah, yeah. There were there was some trades I think last year that that went down. It's fairly active. We had like a slack last year. It was fun.
3: Nice. Guys running back is a is an apocalyptic nightmare right now. Oh my god.
1: I mean, uh, not everyone can get Jordan Howard, man.
3: It's like honestly, it's like Devontae Freeman at the top of the list. I mean, he might not play this year. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> and we're only in like round 12. Yes. What
3: what happened? All right, I got to I got to fade. I got to fade it. Um All right, so my so my choice comes down, I think, to John Ross or Randall Cobb. People. Oh God, I'm getting a
2: beer. <laughs> I, I I'm recusing myself. Here we say.
1: go. Den, Denny's up. I gotta see if you go. You gotta go, Randall Cobb here, right?
0: I don't know, man. I don't know. Did I Randall don't like Cobb caused some trouble between you and Pete recently.
3: Yeah. Yes. Uh, so I I we I went on the Pete stream and I took Randall Cobb late in the draft, very late. You know, a throwaway pick. And a best ball, um, and it, but you know what? Here's the thing, Tom. It was the way that I was building my team, so it was. Okay. It didn't matter. <laughs> um, uh, so, gosh, um, mm, this is tough. Uh, do I go for the quadruple stack and get Russell Gage? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy, no, stacking I, I has
2: gone too far.
3: Also, Daddy, hey. I drafted all Falcons. <laughs> <laughs> why is everyone why is everyone stacking? I'm gonna stack everybody. The uh Denny I, and John Ross I, I over would, over Randall Cobb. Yeah, I'm hoping he comes back from you know he comes back to camp at some point. That's the hope.
2: Leone wrote an article about how stacking is undervalued in season long tournaments, but those are bigger field contests that have like weekly playoff structures where you have to basically approach it as a GPP. But I assure you in your 14 team league, you don't need to worry about stacking.
1: (laughs) Yeah. The the one thing, the one thing that, does work but it you don't have to stack in order for this to happen is that if you do stack and then that that offense like exceeds expectation then obviously all of so it's a high variance play because all of those players then will exceed expectation but you don't you don't really have to like force a stack in order that to happen you can just get a player who's going to exceed expectation
3: whatever man
1: or you do what time tom does and you try to ruin someone else's stack
2: that they don't even want (laughs) (laughs) that is is
0: the uh that's the way to do it
1: (laughs) you know you know I'm I'm sitting here realizing that I haven't taken a wide receiver since I took Deontay Johnson I just have taken running backs essentially I'm kind of scared now because my wide receiver five is going to be looking not great but I'm almost on the clock you know what I realized Austin I'm on the clock right now Austin Hooper is still sitting there after all this wow and I, I'm not high on him by any means. I feel like everyone's feeling the same thing that I'm feeling with Austin Hooper, which is why no one's taken him. But in his range of outcomes is like an 80 to 90 target season where they're an efficient offense. We know Kevin Stefanski used a lot of two tight end sets in Minnesota last year. Could see that, that, that Irv Smith, Kyle Rudolph, uh, connection with, with Austin Hooper and David Njoku. So I'm going Austin Hooper as my tight end too, after getting Gronk.
2: That is the, from what you guys have described with the tight ends, it seems like they are being undervalued. Like if you just pulled up just anyone's projections, the tight ends would be going ahead of where these wide receivers are going.
1: Yeah. Let let me give you some context. So the the wide receiver list right now on on Yahoo has Alshon Jeffrey, Dee Westbrook, T Higgins, Corey Davis, and Russell Gage and Cole Beasley. Uh, And then at tight end, you still have Eric Ebron, Greg Olson, Jay Sternberger, O.J. Howard, Ian Thomas, Dawson Knox, Gerald Everett, David Njoku, Jimmy Graham. So there's a couple in there that you could you could make a case for, for volume over some of those wide receivers. You guys have radicalized your listeners into
3: wide receiver hoarders. You're right. I, I, apparently. You're right, Pete. And, and I think that because of the structure of the, of, of the lineups here and the fact that uh, I'm in the draft, they that they um, that they thought I have to take all my wide receivers early uh, and then you end up staring at Hayden Hurst with like the the 690th pick. So um, it uh, I think it I think it works out for the, the tight end purposes. I I was going to say something about running backs and now I've completely forgotten them. I'd like to apologize. Uh, oh, so oh, Carlos Hyde is still on the board. He's looking kind of good to me guys at this point in the draft carlos i mean at this point in the draft,
1: at draft anyone looks good to me uh so denny took matt ryan towards the end of round 11 then jack doyle went then steven sims jr then adrian peterson then denzel mims uh then benny snell uh kenny stills john ross larry fitzgerald randall cobb irv smith austin hooper miles boykin ian thomas jamal williams chris thompson jarek mckinnon Damn it, I was going to take Jarek McKinnon. And, 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 and then Tom takes Carlos. <laughs> God. Tom's cue is just
2: whoever we're all talking about.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm liking Corey Davis this year uh, as a. No, that's not going to work. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Who are you thinking here, Tom? You have 20 seconds left. Well, okay. So I was thinking about like during Russell's bye week. Uh, I was looking at the Bills' schedule, the Eagles' schedule, and the Lions' schedule. The Bills—they're all facing someone tough. Well, I think I'm going to take Stafford because he's facing the Chiefs. Yeah. Six. Du- doubling up at
1: quarterback. All right. I uh, still haven't. T- I still haven't taken one. Uh, Tom, you
3: know one guy I'm really high on right now is J.J. Ortega Whiteside. I think <laughs> I think you should you should definitely hammer him.
0: It's too late. Uh,
3: it's like- Very.
0: Very
2: elite name. Yeah, I uh, I don't know. Give me JJ Thackerison
1: instead. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! At least you said Eason. You know how many people I, I've I've gotten to the point where I just Zachariasen has to be how how my yeah. name is actually pronounced, just given the way that people say it.
3: Yeah, that's your name now. They bullied you into
1: it, essentially.
3: Hey hey JJ, when you were in college and they and they called uh they did roll call. What did they yeah. say? What do they say? How they pronounce it? Like
1: your my name? M- my last name?
3: Yeah.
1: Zachariason. Okay,
3: okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They, I, thought, they always... I thought
1: I thought you were trying to get me to, to say my first name to
3: all the people out there. Oh no. My no, no, my, no. my 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 real first name. No, no, no. They will never know. They will never know. <laughs> um but the the yeah, so I <laughs> I was wondering because when I would do roll call and you know I was in huge classes at the university of Maryland and they would say like Craig Carter. And I would like look around for a second every <laughs> time. Like who's, Oh wait, that's me. I'm sorry. Yes, I'm here. <laughs> and, and, uh, and I just had to go with it. I had to go. I actually went by Craig for, for much of my college experience. It's very weird. Really? Really? <laughs> yeah
1: We should just, you should just start going by Craig again. Just change it up. There was a, there were, remember when like in elementary school, when like kids would like find themselves and they would go from, mm-hmm. from one name to the next, like they're like we had a, we had a TJ and then all of a sudden he was Thomas. Like wh- where did this come from, dude? Like why, why are you changing? Your, you had this like come to Jesus moment in second grade to realize that we were calling you the wrong name. I don't understand how that works.
2: Well, maybe, maybe Craig is Denny's long haired alter ego. It's Craig Carter until he cuts it and goes back to Denny. <laughs>
1: yeah. I like that. I like that. <laughs> Ben, what is so- your what is your what does your wife think about your hair? What does Melissa think?
3: She likes it. She likes it. But then again, she doesn't really notice my appearance. so um which is which is probably good in the long run. Um, <laughs> I, I, even though I'm incredibly vain, uh, I, I do, you know, I think that in the long run that will work out for me um, when I get old and ugly. the um, but she she likes to like, you know, touch the mullet and everything. so it's good. It's good. but, um xavier said the other day um i miss, i miss my short haired dad wow <laughs> wow that did. would
1: did it make you like borderline cry i would yeah. i would think about crying there i was like
3: oh okay so you he was like i want to i want to rub the fuzzies you know like the <laughs> wow. like when, yeah, when yeah. I get yeah cut really short i was like okay god i, I would have just i
1: would have just sprinted to my bathroom and started shaving my head <laughs> My, I don't know. I mean, like, I, I like, I, I will do anything that Avery tells me to do at this point. That's that's kind of where my. <laughs> I, I don't know if it's different for a boy having a boy as a dad than having a girl, but Avery has. has it is. Me.
3: It is a little different. I mean, Melissa makes fun of me for uh, uh, Eleanor having uh, having me wrapped around her finger. That those are her words. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, like
1: the, that's like the go to
3: uh, parenting phrase. That yeah. Throw around. And I, I deny it. Uh, in the moment but when i really think about it it's true <laughs> all right so i'm on the clock gosh the fool running back. i took
1: i took a quarterback denny uh,
3: who did you take
1: i took josh allen in the wow. 13th 13th round of this draft that's, that's a steal great.
2: I'm going to just go yeah. on record and say that's a steal.
1: <laughs> Thanks, man. Thanks. So we that had – I'll, I'll recap a little bit more. We had Jarek McKinnon at 167. Then at the end of round 12, we had Carlos Hyde and Matthew Stafford for Tom. And then Lamar Miller, Anthony McFarlane, uh, Eric Ebron, DJ Dallas, DD Westbrook, Josh Allen to me, Daryl Williams, Sonny Michelle, Joshua Kelly. The reason I went Josh Allen and went quarterback, even though there's a lot of quarterbacks out there, I couldn't – I mean – I took Josh Allen in between DJ Dallas, DD Westbrook, and Daryl Williams, and I, I just felt like you know there's only so many quarterbacks I feel like that have that top two, three quarterback season in them, and given what he can do with his legs, uh, which is another phrase I think we might want to stop saying.
3: When I timed out. I timed out. Deddy.
1: Deddy timed out and got you. Got Cam Newton though. That is not terrible.
2: Wait, so <laughs> Daddy Daddy's best pick of the draft was a timeout. <laughs>
3: <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, uh, I'm so owned. <laughs> it's not I mean Cam Cam isn't that bad of a pick. Thanks for making trying to make me feel better. But I, I actually I was I, my it froze a little bit. I was trying to take well, I don't even know who I was trying to take, but <laughs> I was trying to take who was it in the running back section? Oh, Gus Edwards. Of course.
1: There are there are legitimately no wide receivers left, guys. I mean, it's 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 legitimately looking like Greg Ward will be my wide receiver 5. Is just the way this thing is going. Is Andy Isabella
2: still available?
1: He is. Yeah. He is. Now we're talking. He, has that been have you are you actually high on Andy Isabella or is that is that more just a uh, everyone a lot of analytical people including myself were high on him last year? <laughs> Yeah, no,
2: it's just, it, like you said, it gets so gross. So if you are going to make a bet, you know, these second-year wide receivers that had some interesting profiles are generally going to be the ones that could break out, you know, similar to J.J. Ortega. I mean, they're gross for a reason because they flopped. But uh, right. I don't know. I, I have a little
1: love for Isabella there. I do too. Uh, I have I at least got him in, like, like, in Dynasty startups this offseason that I did, just in, like, the 22nd round. Um, I mean, obviously you're associating him in a good offense. He's going to be the number four option at best, basically. But uh, the, the I mean, he's a big play guy. The other thing, too, I mean, he's coming from UMass and he what I mean, that that's going to take some time more than likely for him to tr- to, to translate his game to the NFL level. Also incredibly efficient when he caught the ball last year because he had that huge yeah. touchdown which, on, which, on which, Halloween night. Right. Yeah one one of the one of the pants off
2: moments for me last year for sure. <laughs> Speaking so, of UMass, the other day I was trying to figure out who the third wide receiver on the Vikings was. I think it's Tajay Sharp, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, it is Tajay because BC B. Johnson's number. Well, I guess. Well, it's either him or BC. Yeah, but Tajay is now on Minnesota. Yeah, correct. I don't know what the BC situation is between him and Tajay. If we assume Justin Jefferson's too. Jeez, guys, this is
3: rough. Um, so Isabella was taken as if, as if crab cakes and football, uh, which is the team that took Isabella was listening to us. Uh,
1: they must must work for the government. I gotta do a sweep for bugs guys.
3: (laughs) Yes, please do. For real, Please do. They're, they're, they're spying on us. Um,
1: you know, this is one of the first draft nights that we've done that we haven't taken a break, like to stop mid, but no. it's actually probably one of the fastest drafts that we've done it's been an hour and 20 minutes and we only have like four rounds left five rounds left thank god because <laughs> I, I i think it was longer I, I i'm pretty sure it was longer last year uh, uh that's, what she, that's also what
3: she said mm-hmm. okay Tom's, guys i'm gonna i'm gonna make a gross pick i'm sorry pete no, do it. I'm taking Jeez. a just disgusting, just horrible. I can't wait cake. for this
1: to pop up. I can't wait. OJ Howard. I don't hate it. it. It's tight not, look, It's your tight end sixteen. I mean, like when you're when you're when when you're drafting tight end sixteen. The research that I've done when you're getting you know into that like twelve to to fifteen range on on your own roster. You know, OJ OJ Howard fits the profile of a guy that
3: could really work for that kind of build. That's right. That's right. Yes, for this build exactly.
2: I thought you were. I thought you were saying uh, it was Denny's tight end sixteen on. Yeah, this.
1: I was. I was. I was. <laughs> yeah. Damn it! I had the same the same thing happen to me. Then with that joke that that happened to you earlier, Peter. <laughs> had to explain it. I'm gonna get Kendrick Bourne, guys. Okay.
3: Sure. <laughs> okay. I mean, I mean, ADP doesn't even matter right now. Uh, You know, there's no there's no point. You just have to go for someone who you can conceivably, you know, in your mind, create a path to some upside. But
1: he apparently I mean, Denny, you're the news guy. Apparently, Kendrick Bourne has been doing well
3: in camp. He has. I mean, no one has been. <laughs> no one. He talked
2: to him like Daddy was like, let a child care. And someone was asking how his child had done. How's like Kendrick born? He, no, he has. He's been doing well. He's
1: been, <laughs> he he's, he's col- col- coloring in the
2: lines these days. <laughs> Tom, uh, were you offended when we said the acronym ADP?
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: yes. Yes, I was.
1: We're just really Tom, trying to Tom, talk Tom, the <laughs> What, what's your favorite acronym, Tom? Any any acronym in the world?
0: Any acronym in the world?
1: What's your no? Yeah, no no second choices. What's your favorite acronym? Would it be Would it be BMW?
0: <laughs> it's gonna be like you know, MF or you know, a- STD uh, or STD. Did you say you cut out a little bit? SMD, you know. A- SMD. okay. Yeah. It's going to be something really dirty, really gross. People think I'm a nice guy. I'm not. I'm not at all. Yeah, right. yeah, of course. No, something really nasty. At this point, it doesn't matter what I say because no one's listening to this podcast.
3: No one
1: is listening to this anymore. Like
0: you,
3: you would be shocked. Honestly, you would be shocked. The, the, the people will listen to literally anything that we put out there. And they, and they know it. I'm not insulting them. They know it and they will and they have. And every year I'm shocked to, for them to be like, at the end of the draft podcast you said this and this and this well that's why we
1: got to give a word we got to give some sort of code word at the end of this and i'm
3: like i did oh okay
2: i don't know jj if you don't listen to them all i've listened to some podcasts where denny will just turn on a ceiling fan and just have ambient noise
3: (laughs) go for 20 minutes (laughs) that was my that was my brian Eno phase right (laughs) guys so i'm gonna get it should i
1: should i recap
3: yeah, yeah, what um, are you gonna say, Danny? I was gonna say, can I can I just quickly check my NBA DFS lineups to see how many <laughs> how many thousands I? <laughs> I saw you. Didn't you give advice today? I did. I I, I gave out some lineups. You know, I think Harden is a good play. LeBron, Anthony Davis. I, I think you know this. Is, it's a simple game. You we play the best yeah. players. You uh, just play the best players. Just jam them in. All right. Uh, so I'm I'm, pl- I'm I'm winning zero dollars right now, but that's gonna change. You becoming
2: an unironic NBA thought leader is not something I never (laughs) thought we'd (laughs) see.
1: We had Sony Michelle, Joshua Kelly, Cam Newton, Greg Olson, Carson Wentz, Andy Isabella, Dare Agumbawale, Traquan Smith, Ben Roethlisberger, OJ Howard, Drew Brees, Tom Brady, Demarcus Robinson, Kendrick Bourne, Jared Goff, Aaron Rodgers, Cole Beasley, Giovanni Bernard, Ryan Tannehill, Josh Reynolds. Uh, Russell Gage. That was Tom's turn. It was Josh Reynolds, Russell Gage. I like the Josh Reynolds pick. That was that was pretty nice for this this deep of a league. Uh Baker Mayfield and Jimmy
0: Garoppolo. I got
1: some guys that are queued up, boys.
0: Oh boy. Uh oh. I have a Musket? suggestion for a new team uh team name for Denny. Touch the mullet. I don't know if you like that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Well, I am
0: mean, I, I, gonna go
1: with Oh, man. Who am I going to go with here? I'm going to go with Jacoby Myers here. And, and just see see if he can emerge with Nikhil Harry being terrible at football, apparently. You know, the, the Patriots could have drafted A.J. Brown. Oh. Oh, yeah. You know who else they could have
2: drafted? Lamar Jackson.
1: Yeah. You know what's funny? I remember. So, I took over the FanDuel Twitter account for that draft. And... I remember it was like mid first round and I was so hype on Lamar Jackson and I kept just being like, oh, this is the team that's going to, and I just was wrong every time. Mm-hmm. And, and then I'm sitting there and I kept tweeting, new England's going to get Lamar Jackson. New England's going to get Lamar Jackson. And they ended up not getting Lamar Jackson. And no, he, he goes to, was it he's last pick like last first rounder. Yeah. 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 Genius. Yeah.
2: I don't know the Patriots' track record with wide receivers. It is it is truly shocking. Even when they get a guy like Nikhil Harry, who looks like a good prospect, it still somehow doesn't work out.
1: Yeah, I wonder. I wonder if like AJ Brown would just suck if he went <laughs> to New funny. England. Yeah, like just so good, and he. I mean AJ Brown. I, I I even drafted him early in startups uh, this offseason just because I'm I'm so high on him as a player. It's just hard to imagine him not being a stud. Uh, but it's just tough in redraft because you know, the investment isn't his whole career. It's, it's this one year and we know that Tennessee is going to be fairly
0: run heavy before this wraps up. Can I ask you guys some uh, fantasy advice? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think people would like that. Yeah. Okay. So I feel like I can't like escape Aaron Jones this year and he, everyone's so down on him. Although John Paulson just kind of went on a Twitter rant about how, you know, people are overlooking his value. Um, I'm picking, in one of my most important you know, season-long leagues, I'm picking sixth overall. And however it shakes out, you know, if I get Hilaire there or if Dalvin Cook falls to I me, mean, whatever. But when it comes around in the second round, it always seems like it's got to be Aaron Jones or Kittle or... It's really... I don't know where to go with that second-round pick. Do you guys have any advice? It's the two... I- yeah, I I am
1: generally fading Aaron Jones this year. Okay. Uh so here here's the here's the logic. So if you look at how many touchdowns he should have scored last year instead of how many he did score like based on where his carries came and uh you know there's an OTD metric that Mike Clay created that's really good for this. Uh, and I have a weighted rushing touchdown metric as well. He should have scored eight fewer touchdowns than he actually scored. And if he would have done that, he would have been the RB10 last year instead of the RB like two or three whatever he was. So The RB10, then, is where he's being drafted this year. This is just a a really, like, simple logic exercise to think about it. The RB10 is where he's being drafted this year, but they added A.J. Dillon to the mix, who I'm sure you've seen his calves uh, (laughs) and his quads. Uh, He is a monster. And I do have
0: have some fear that they provide. What's that? They sh- they provided him with the shortest shorts that that the you know. <laughs> I mean, if you've
1: got it, you got to flaunt it. If I had quads like that, I wouldn't wear pants. But <laughs> the 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 AJ Dillon, him being a freak uh, scares me about what they could potentially do at the goal line for Aaron Jones. But uh, so
0: thing is the RB thirteen this year, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. I the other thing though too is that like you know, when we look at previous season rankings and this is, this is what I go against when people say like Leonard Fournette was the RB seven last year. And now he's the RB 16. Well, last year we're not working off of perfect information. Whereas right now we are right now. Everyone's healthy right now. You know, we're, we're looking at the outlook of these guys and we're looking at this floor ceiling combo uh, where they finished last year matters to a degree. Cause we're looking at like how competent they were, but you know, it's still, you have to put it into context of this year. And this year I would argue you know it's just very competitive at the running back position where like i would rather have josh jacobs over aaron jones for sure i would rather at this point have austin eckler over aaron jones and i'm not even that high on eckler just given the regression and not being high in the on the chargers offense but that's that's my general thought on aaron jones
0: okay got it so so don't go aaron jones there
1: <laughs> i i would probably lean going like kittle and i'm not generally a, an early round tight end guy but I, I don't mind kittle and kelsey this year early
3: Okay, who I, am I gonna pick, uh, Tom? Could I talk you into a wide receiver at that time? At
1: that yeah, point, yeah. You, Greg I, Ward, Greg Ward, <laughs> who I just drafted. Ooh, you did it! I did it,
2: guys. I gotta go, but this has been a truly lovely time, and thank you so much for having me. Thanks, Pete. Pete. We
1: love you. Thanks for hopping on, man. Bye, guys.
2: you. You all get a pluses on your draft. Tell, I do you want to
1: qu- quickly plug anything? No. To the thir- thirteen people that are listening to this right no, now, no.
2: Subscribe to Denny's podcast uh, the oh, living stream bro. Patreon. Thanks. Love you guys. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. See
1: you buddy.
0: Fun times with Pete Overzat.
1: That's the, the, the name of this episode. Fun times with Pete Overzat. Man,
0: that's good. That, thank you, Tom
3: for that name. So, yeah. So, so Tom in the second round. Yeah. Would you, re- would you consider taking a receiver?
0: I absolutely would. I mean, it's a PPR league. It's 12 team. It's pretty casual. Um, yeah, I mean, I should there, you know, and yeah. I'm kind of hoping somebody like Julio will fall to me. Yeah,
3: I think it's possible. I mean, I don't know if it's super likely. I think if the Tyreek Hill hamstring thing uh, continues uh, for a little while, then then he could fall to a spot where, you know, if he's if he's healthy week one, that he could be a val- a value. Um, I I generally would go either Evans Hill or Godwin there. Um, and I think that, I think that Hopkins is just so unlikely to see the kind of massive volume that we're used to him seeing that he's, he just, he's just if he there. And I know I took him in apex and I, I, I don't know really what I, it is a slow draft, you know, so I don't really know what I was thinking. I have no, I have no
0: excuse <laughs> for,
3: for that pick. Uh, but, uh,
0: tilting off the planet. I love it. Mm, um, God. So, okay, yeah. so let's see, let's say that right there, uh, Godwin is kind of like the guy, but I could probably take somebody else and Evans would be there in, in the third round. You Who think? Be better, Edward, uh, Evans or Godwin?
1: I, I have Godwin ranked higher than Evans, but I'm definitely higher as a as an analyst than other analysts are on Mike Evans. Because a lot of people, we talked about, it, I think a little bit earlier, but a lot of people are worried about you know, Tom Brady, not throwing it down the field frequently, but over the last five years, he's been top half of the league every single year in deep ball accuracy. So I'm not that concerned with his fit with, with Arians. And even if they change the offense a little bit, Mike Evans has been one of the best wide receivers in NFL history, uh, mm-hmm. through his first seven years or whatever it's been. Uh, I mean, Mike Evans can do anything. He's a very good wide receiver. So I, I, I'm higher on Evans than the, I'm higher on both guys essentially. Cause I, I I like Godwin. I guess I'm like at ADP with Godwin, but I'm higher uh, on Evans than other people are. So I I think, you know, if Denny likes, do you like Evans more than Godwin, Denny? I think that's what you drafted tonight, right?
3: Yeah, I I did. I do like him more than, a little more than Godwin. I'm not saying, I mean, it's a tough, it's a tough call. So I'm not saying that's like very clear. Um, I honestly, I I did not know that. I just looked at this ADP on fantasy football calculator. It says Evans is at 303 that is something like, uh, you know, so if we're talking about a a second round second round wide receiver, I think you have Julio at the top of the second, he, he would be your pick. And if you can get Evans on the, on the next pick, that would be awesome. But I did not know he was falling that, that far. Also, I think, I think Thielen in in the, at the end of the third stands out as a value as well. And this is a 12 team, 12 team league, by the way.
1: Yeah, that's right. I love, I love Thielen this year.
0: Yeah, I mean, every time I look at like ADP, and I don't know where you guys go for ADP. I usually look at FF cal- uh, calculator, but you, you guys have other sources, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that A- FF calculator I've found is not as reliable as it used to be, partially because there are real leagues going on, and now those sources where those leagues are going on, those like best ball leagues, wherever you get, wherever you're doing best ball, or um, you know, the the high stake stuff, you can see ADP. Uh, for those those leagues and they're going to be more accurate just because there's money on the line and, and people are going to care a little bit more whereas ff calc i've just found found it to be to fluctuate a lot and to just not be the most
0: accurate in the world got it so where where do you go for your adp then
1: um i mean over the last uh I, i've been referencing a lot of best ball adp um and, and that'll at least give you an idea of like general rankings of of how people are looking at these guys and and drafting them uh, by position. And then, you know, once you're up in your draft, you can kind of adjust based on what you need and what you feel is, is the best
0: pick. And you wouldn't have a problem going Kittle with the 2.7.
1: No, I, I wouldn't. I I think that the way, the way things kind of play, I mean, I love late round tight ends this year, a lot of them. So I, I can't fault anyone for uh, going that route. Um, and and I'm going to do it pretty often, but, uh, I'm also, uh, totally cool with, with, uh, a killer Kelsey, um, just because there's, there's a lot of wide receiver depth and the, you know, if you're, if you're not going to get one of those good running backs then you can just wait on that a little bit as well, I'm, I'm, I'm about to pick, which is why my answer was kind of bad there. And I'm thinking about it. No one's no one's picked a defense yet. I don't think.
3: No, I don't think so. Or,
1: or a kicker,
3: a few kickers have been taken. I think. I, I did. I took
0: Buffalo. Oh, uh,
1: because the Jets in week one.
3: Yeah. Animal. I
1: might just pick San Francisco and just. Yeah. Screw the screw the streaming.
3: Yes, exactly. Streaming is the worst.
1: <laughs> yeah, don't stream, guys. Ooh. Definitely don't stream. Yes, listen uh, to Living a stream. I'm just gonna get San Francisco. Even though there's a lot of data that shows that defenses aren't very sticky year mm -hmm, over year, mm -hmm. but I'm going to do it. I'm going to, I'm going to read rosters right now. Okay.
3: That'd be, that's fun. That sounds like fun. (laughs) We
1: we should, I should also give shout outs to everyone that's drafting right now, but I I don't know everyone's first name by looking at their teams. And Mm -hmm. then if you click their team name, it, uh, it doesn't show their actual name. So, Sorry peeps, I don't think I'm going to be able to do that. Uh but Denny's team this is his starting lineup based on what he drafted. Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, Mike Evans, Will Fuller, Jonathan Taylor, James White, Mark Andrews, Brashad Perriman, Michael Hardman, Hayden Hurst. That's his starting lineup. Chris Herndon, John Ross, Cam Newton, OJ Howard, Justin Watson, and Edo Smith on the bench. Dear god. It's a very it's a more Denny team than I thought it was though.
3: Yeah. By, by more Denny, you mean extremely volatile. Um, yeah. so I, I'm up and I'm, I guess I'm going to take a defense. Uh, and I know people want to hear me talk through my defensive pick. So I'll take the Vikings and hopefully I can be done with that whole situation.
1: <laughs> Tom's team, Russell Wilson, Calvin Ridley, DJ Moore, Michael Gallup, Christian McCaffrey, Kareem Hunt, Tyler Higby, Jalen Rager, Carrion Johnson, Noah Fant as his starters. He's pretty strong. Darrington Evans, Carlos Hyde, Matthew Stafford, Josh Reynolds, Russell Gage, Reggie Bonifant on his bench. Uh, So strong, strong squad there from the one spot, Tom.
0: Thanks. Not too hard to do.
1: My team is Josh Allen, Chris Godwin, Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf, Clyde Edwards, alaire JK Dobbins, Rob Gronkowski, Deontay Johnson, Zach Moss, Damian Harris as my starters with Jordan Howard, Bryce Love, Austin Hooper, Kendrick Bourne, Jacoby Myers, and Greg Ward on the bench and the San Francisco defense.
0: It's pretty
1: good too. Feeling pretty pretty decent about the the modified zero RB look that I went with in this draft.
0: Modified zero enhanced RB. <laughs>
1: yeah, people really hate when you say modified zero RB by the way. Right, because
3: ideologically that means it's not zero RB. <laughs> you right. you heathen.
0: But <laughs> I
1: disagree with that take. It's a modified approach to the zero RB strategy.
0: Right, I am. I am, uh, I am uh, so jealous of your Deontay Johnson pick. I really like think he's going to be exciting this year. But I'm super scared about Roethlisberger's arm.
1: It sounds like things are okay.
0: Yeah, I heard he was short-arming passes in camp.
1: Yeah, Mark Cabali, uh, one of the beat writers, he like wrote about it, and then the next day, like. Everyone was saying the opposite, essentially.
0: All right, yeah.
1: So I'm I'm less concerned about who are they
0: saying? Who was somebody saying was throwing people open, and then then, and then immediately? Josh Allen. So
3: I so I work at Roto World. Hey, don't
0: hate, don't don't hate on my quarterback. I I can speak to this.
3: I can speak to this as an employee of Roto World. So um, Josh Allen was throwing guys open one day, and then I logged on to my blurb shift the next morning. And I found uh, that the Athletic was reporting that Josh Allen was freaking all over the place, couldn't hit anybody, was throwing picks, was throwing ducks down the field, just just a horrific practice. Right. And so I had to I had to blurb it, you know. I had to blurb. I had to say uh, Josh Allen is was was terrible and is terrible. And but <laughs> but also I I think I included in the in the blurb it literally doesn't matter at all for fantasy purposes because you draft him for his his rushing,
1: yeah. right.
0: Oh, right.
1: I I'm, I'm, I have drafted a lot more Josh Allen this year than I thought I would because there's been drafts where he just falls because people just don't want to deal with, with him and his arm. Uh, but I'm, I'm all about it. And he has, they have a pretty cake early season schedule too.
0: I love him. I've had him on my team last couple of years and he, he's great. He puts up great numbers.
1: Yeah. The the rushing is out of control.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he's fun. He's
3: fun for fantasy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't understand how you defend him as a real football player. I mean, it's pretty clear that he's terrible. Um, but, uh, you know, but Bill's fans will think that he's second coming. I have no idea why. We we only have four
1: picks left in this draft. This is the first, I, I believe, the first ever uh, stream that we've done, a uh, podcast that we've done while this is you know, the, the draft podcast without taking a break, like without stopping the audio and then starting back up again. That's good. Uh, so props to us we can take our catheters out now and <laughs> like the red
0: zone we're like scott hansen over here. <laughs> yeah
1: we all we all took like adderall beforehand and we're just zoned in it's, with our it's, catheters it's in. very
0: healthy
3: situation here uh did you hear that scott hansen is kind of mad with mad at me
1: i i heard i saw i saw the video that that levitan tweeted but you can talk about this because it's hilarious
3: uh, I mean, he's not you know, Scott Hansen's a very upbeat positive guy, so he's not gonna be actually mad. But I, I said in, in Adam Leviton tweeted that he's gonna interview Scott Hansen on the show. So do you have any questions? I said, no question, but I can I can say that, you know Scott, I, I definitely can tell who's on your fantasy team because and it's not it's, it's not a personal, it's not a personal failing. you know it's it's a it's a thing where I know how someone sounds when they're excited about their fantasy team because I've been there and done that. Okay. And I've been with other people who have, who have, have, you know, great moments for fantasy purposes. So I know how it sounds and I can, I can, I can just, just barely hear it sometimes. And he's a professional. He's great. He's great at what he does. But he said, he said, you know, absolutely not like you can't tell. And if you, Scott Hansen said, if you think you can tell at me on Twitter and, and ask me, and I will be 100% honest, and I believe he will be. So I think I'm going to try that in week one, guys. I think I'm going to say, I think that player X is on your team.
1: That would be amazing if you could actually spot this. You better. I'd be very impressed. Tom, you're up for the last pick in the draft.
0: All right, I'm going kicker. Denny, tribute to you. Um, what do you think? Who do you, who do you like here for kickers? I got Let me see. Two.
3: What do you like, Denny? So, I mean, gold, gold jumps out, and then, and then Elliot would be next for me all right on gold yeah
1: boom draft, draft is over all we right. did it so I think that we can probably log out now because we've been on here for an hour and 40 minutes Tom uh, let everyone know what, what's going on in your life and where they can find you and talk about your work a little bit
0: all right so uh, coming up will be a movie called Clouds it'll be on Disney Plus it's amazing fantastic uh, true story um, and that's it. And uh, other than that, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Tom E Scott and on Instagram uh, Tom Everett Scott. Awesome, Denny. Where can everyone find you?
3: At CD Carter Thirteen uh, on Twitter. I work for World now, so you can find me there. <laughs> um, I <laughs> and become a become a patron, and JJ and I will review. Uh, your rosters uh, for those patrons who are giving at the $7 uh, contribution level.
1: Yes. And I am JJ Zachary. So you can find me on Twitter at late round QB, all my work over on numberfire.com and my other podcast, the late round podcast. You can find that anywhere. Podcast can be found guys. Great draft, Tom. Thanks again for hopping on everyone else. We will catch you next time.
0: Thank you for listening to Live in the Stream. We hope you enjoyed the internet podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes now. It won't take long, it's fast.
3: For more fantasy football info, check out
0: makegroundcubing.com. Hope you come back soon as we share about the team.